This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. You're listening to Talking Raptors on Raptors Republic. 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 Okay, hey, welcome to episode 18. Woo! Season 8 of Talking Raptors. Barry Taylor here with Nick Reynoldson. How's it going, man? It's going, man. Feels like uh, we're flying by here, but also feels like the longest goddamn season of all time. What a weird time to be alive. Yeah, just in Ontario or... Absolutely. On Earth, really. Yeah, sure. Broadcasting is always on Raptors Republic. RaptorsRepublic.com. Get your sixes. Come get your sixes. We got a six from here. Six, six over there. Six, six from the six. Great. Here's your royalty money. Any update on the... Still waiting on this album, but uh, it looks like he's gearing up for uh, some shoes, actually. Oh, okay. Got some Nocta Nike. They're horrible, horrible shoes, but uh, <laughs> those are coming. They'll sell out in 11 seconds, and and God bless. He's going to take over for Kobe. I'll kill you, man. <laughs> More on that shortly. Thing one. What a week it's been. Been a little over a week, I guess, technically. Yeah, we, we, we came early last week. The schedule. Out of control. Yeah, this is a, a little break. A little nice little, uh, not a lot of basketball going on this week. Feels nice. What a week it was, though. Yuta got the extension or the real contract. He's yeah, got a real, real contract. He's got a real contract. Not extended yet, but there you're is an, an op- NBA player, goddammit. Yeah, there's an option for the next year, though. Yeah. So that's good. Dude, that was one of the, did you, I don't know if you watched his press conference. I did He's not. a sweet man, dude. Of course He's he such a sweet, like, I don't know. You can't not love that guy. He tries so goddamn hard. He does, he's and he's bad. good. It's not. It's not just like a you know hustle guy. He he's that, but he also like the kid's got some skills, baby. Past week he's been doing great. Yeah, got that career high. He's got a little confidence going. He's taking his shots. Love it. Sideburns are growing back. Yeah, looks much better. I didn't know both his parents were professional basketball players. Oh really? Yeah. Say, said his mom almost cried. Ah. Oh. And he was like, uh, "Don't worry, ma. It's only the beginning." And I was like, "I like Fucking that." Max him out. I like that. His jersey, of course, as we all know, is the number one selling jersey in Japan. Do you think it being a Raptors jersey has any impact on that? Obviously, he's, you know, a national hero, I'm sure, because he's in the NBA. But, like, say he were on, you know, well, the Bucks or something, or Sacramento. Well, I, I think that he alternates... Uh, with popularity with Rui Hachimura on the Wizards. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess the jersey doesn't matter no. at all. Yeah. I think it's just, uh, did you have a good fucking week, buddy? We're buying your jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought maybe there would be an OVO element to up it even. I don't think so, no. All right. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Like, dr- listen, Drake is the reason for a lot of great things, but he's also the reason for some bad things, and we'll get to that later, I think. <laughs> yeah, you've got a really good theory, actually. couple other positives this past week, though. That OKC game. Canada! 
three dudes from Montreal on the floor once. Insane. Bananas. So good. And it was so fun to watch just because you could tell that Dort and Boucher were like, yo, people are watching us right now. You yeah. know, like they, they were going at each other. Like it was a thing. Yeah, man. And, and of course, Birch, you know, had a great game too. But Dort and Boucher going back and forth, it was like a, that was a thing. I was loving it. I just want to just quickly about Kim Birch. That dude is way better than I fucking thought he was going to be. He, yeah, he's been great. He did not do that shit in Orlando. I don't know if they didn't let him do it, but he's seizing the moment or the opportunity. Good lord. Yeah. Do you want him back? Remember we had the Yeah, guy? yeah. Yeah, right? Good. That's a that's a great center off the bench, baby. Heartwarming, man. It's been a heartwarming week. It really has. It's I mean, been... basketball-wise, the rest of the world is burning to shit, but <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we should talk about this, Barry. Another $25,000 fine. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's fucking disrespectful is what it is. I kind of felt like he was... They sort of had to. They're like, guys, you're arresting these dudes. Here's $25,000. Keeping it low. But at the same time, you're like, Jesus Christ, Adam Silver. Like, no other team is going through this. Can you let them rest some players? Yeah. You made the team play when they had COVID. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you didn't reschedule our games. Also, did you see Richard Petty tweeting about it? No. Former MLSE chairman? I did, what's he saying? I, I do uh, quickly that Nick Nurse is his... Uh, when 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 they ask Nick Nurse about him, it's always hilarious. It's like, what's up with Pascal? He's like, I don't know. He hurt his shoulder. He's like, when did he hurt it? He's like, I don't know. I didn't ask him yet. OG the Clamp God, who we follow on Twitter. Shout out to that dude. He's hilarious. very funny. He tweeted... Raptors were forced to play with five mans and most of our coaches out with COVID, but Adam Silver forced him to play because it hurt his bottom line, but he has the nerve for the organ to find the organization for resting the mans that had bad COVID and have injury concerns. He can go to hell. I agree with everything that yeah. in that tweet. Richard Petty quote tweets it. Silver is the best commissioner in pro sports. Let it go. And then... OG the Clamp God responds, am I supposed to be impressed by this? What does that even have to do with what I said? It's a great point. Great point. A couple things. First of all, Richard Petty only has like 7,000 followers. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Also, almost no one interacted with this tweet. The one he tweeted? Yeah. <laughs> the, the quote tweet? Like now, yeah, like now a couple people since have gone and been like, you're like just real quick, P. Carter says, who asked for your opinion, bro? All great points. Prime Primo Pasta. What has he done to warrant that title? Final comment. Zeb goes, shut the fuck up, Richard. There you go, Richard. <laughs> for the most part, originally didn't have any interaction, and now clearly everyone's just going at the man. It was just odd to me that A, Richard Petty got in on this, and then B... That's so weird. Yeah. And, you like, that's just a... That's a, like not a very... OG, the clamp god is just a... He's just a, guy. a fan. He's a guy. He's a fan. And, the, and Richard Petty went at him. And That's he so crazy. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird. Very insane. It's weird. And then Richard Petty later points out, he goes, I bet MLSE just like didn't even care. Which I could see that. I could see them being like 25 grand, whatever. It's, I mean, it's, it is nothing. It's, it's a nothing joke to them, especially because they had an empty roster spot for how long? To, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like... It really is like maybe it's just defined like hey 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 don't 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 say you don't know how he hurt his shoulder you know what I mean make some shit up make like, up some concrete shit and it's all good we're not even gonna look into it anymore I could definitely see that but if you're you know you clear a guy and then he's resting you're like hey hey come on 
You're only allowed to do this at home, which we don't have. But it's just a weird. Even I mean, Fred acknowledged it in a. In a he's like, this is a weird ass season, man. And he's like, you know, we voted for fucking money. Yeah, yeah. To get that money, and you know, they he understands. They all made that decision, and you gotta finish the season, man. But whatever. Other than that, all in all, there were some positives in the week. You yeah, know? It looks looks like we're uh, gonna stumble our goddamn way to a play-in. Whatever. Whatever I, draft pick we get, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be great, and yeah. the management's gonna get an amazing player. Like it, it doesn't matter if it's like seven or fifteen. Mm-hmm. You know, rather a seven though. Sure, of course, but at the end of the day, whatever. You know. Yeah, I mean, whew, you can't really tank when uh, you got a couple guys busting their ass for contracts, right? It's gonna be real hard to do. So, been fun to watch. I've yeah. been. I was surprised how much i was enjoying the games just feels nice to win yeah <laughs> it feels good that definitely helps well yeah it's a yeah it's a, a fond memory that we used to have a lot with this team <laughs> dude it is it, really crazy like even last year we were kind of like i expect to win almost every goddamn game absolutely and then this year you're like yeah probably gonna lose i don't know we could lose by 40 <laughs> i don't know might win by 10 what could, <laughs> probably gonna lose by 50 and then another very happy, joyous moment was Paul Watson Jr. going off. Yeah. And just watching the bench react, especially oh, yeah. like Siakam losing their... Oh, my God. I think Ooh. Pascal was crib walking at one point. <laughs> that was the best. That was like everyone just needed that release of joy. Dude, the joy. Exactly that. It was so great. They found... It looks like they're having fun, man. Like whatever yeah. fucking cloud that was hanging over this franchise seems to dissipate it a little bit. You know what I mean? A little bit. Maybe it's still overcast, but it's not a looming thunderstorm over the team anymore. Yeah, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, you know? Yeah, and even those, I don't know, man. Just watching Yuda's press and seeing all these, like, Pascal was screaming in the background. It's amazing. Yuda! Like, in the background? (laughs) It's amazing. Oh, it's so good. That shit makes me happy about this team, man. Definitely. Because we we didn't have that. We didn't have those moments. It was depression for so long. It was was sadness. It was a lot of sadness. Fred not being able to look... The zoom in the eye, you know what I mean? His head's down. You're like, oh my God, I've never seen this before. Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of that, new Fred and his zoom. Oh, yeah. Wow, that was hilarious. Incredible. What a man. And he got another 10 day, which is great. Another another positive. Yeah, man. Come on. Finishing this, the, the, the last few games here, all positivity. Things are great. Things are. We're the most goddamn positive podcast on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Goddamn right. Anyone that listens <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> would know that. But mm-hmm. all in all, not a bad week, considering. Not ma- I'm not mad at it. Not mad at all. And then, unrelated to Raptors, but still notable for this past week, there's a lot of shoe stuff going on. A lot of shoe talk. A lot of shoe talk. Yeah. First of all, Kobe. That's fucking heartbreaking and weird, and uh, I have... A lot of thoughts on this. I think I've voiced my frustration with Nike. But, yes. Uh, just the sneakers app in general. And I think... Uh, there's a drop tomorrow, 6 a.m. Oh, really? I'll report back next week. Let's see if I get those. I will not, but uh, I'll <laughs> fucking try. Um, yeah, so Nike did not... The est- Vanessa Bryant and the estate of Kobe Bryant did not extend the contract. Right. And Vanessa has since Kobe's passing has been talking about I want these shoes to be affordable and I want his fans to get his shit. He's very vocal. Nike about has that. done the exact fucking opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Um 
and every you know every every ball player in the league's got their own colorways and stuff, but you can't you can't buy Kobe shoes. Interesting. You know what I mean? They're still yeah. making new colorways for like Demar Derozan and stuff, right? Yeah. But they you can't buy them as a so weird as a civilian. Yeah. And uh, and now you won't ever be able to buy them as a civilian. That's it. So what happens there? Like the Bryant name is done working with Nike, but does. Does does she go to another? Yes. Like does she go to She's Adidas? She's filed thirteen something patents of names. Whoa. So Mamba Academy, like, uh, wow. Play Gigi's way, like, uh, uh, like thirteen different things regarding branding. Wow. Um, so that the M, I don't know if you you know the M, it's a snake. It looks like an infinity sign. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. That's the logo that they trademarked, and the sheath logo, the one that's on the shoes of all the Kobe's. That's owned by both of them. So I don't know how that's going to work. That's mm. Nike and Kobe that own that. Interesting. So I don't see them getting that shit. Yeah, that'd be if tough. If didn't get his own fucking hand, I don't think uh, right. you're going right. to give a dead guy his fucking half his logo back, right? Yeah, I don't think so. So I don't know. It's just like because they, they went with to listen to offers. They went to Nike and were like, yeah, let's hear this out. And whatever Nike presented them was not good enough Wow. for Vanessa Bryan and his estate and they said fuck it we're done <laughs> wow i respect that yeah that's pretty good so we'll see where she uh what she what she's gonna do with it and where it's gonna go because that that report had come out before that the deal was coming up and kobe potentially was thinking about going and starting his own that's crazy that that was a report when he was alive that, that hey that's yeah 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 heads huh. up huh so well, we'll see. Yeah, that's a that's a wait and see. And guys, fucking hang on to your Kobe's, man. And then uh, another shoe story: Zion's. Zion got a signature shoe. Dropped the Zion yes, ones. Yesterday. What did you think? Uh, they're not for me, but they're not bad. They're they like they executed that. Like the first Zed? of all, he's a terrible haircut. He's a he's a little kid haircut. <laughs> he's a little kid's haircut and that's yeah. all good i mean he's not an old guy or anything like that like he's, he sure. still is a little he just looks like a f- fucking fridge with legs <laughs> yeah, that's a good you know a, what i mean he's still a young kid it's a good description yeah but he has a fucking 2k playground haircut 100 <laughs> percent. and so they did the the z that shaved into the side of his head they've done that on the shoe really well i, I like the way they did it and uh the like the campaign that i saw nike do it was just a big the a footprint that cracked the concrete the designs are coming i'm like this it's all good all right my only problem is who who the fuck is gonna buy zion shoe man this is i said the same thing when joel Embiid got his own shoe i'm like who what kid is i could see zion though because he's got some highlight play you know what i mean he's like dunks in the fast break alley-oops that kind of shit yeah he's exciting for sure more exciting than Embiid. Play like highlight wise. Highlight wise, yeah. Highlight I understand. Wise. I understand what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could see people buying his shoes. Did you also see speaking to Zion him mention he's like, I love playing in Madison yeah. Square? Oh Garden. yeah, how could I not? That <laughs> But here's the thing. Everyone, Everyone says that. Yeah. Every, Michael Jordan said that. It's a standard athlete. <laughs> it's Madison Demar, Square. Damara said it. Fucking yeah. gardens. Like yeah. who's gonna be like, No, I don't really like it here? Like it's the Mecca of basketball. Yeah, everybody says that. So I don't I didn't I don't read into that. I don't think that's a thing. It's, it's uh, the media fucking hates everything that is not the Lakers or the Knicks, man. It's very like, true. Fuck those everyone else. What are you guys doing? You're wasting your career, Dame Lillard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's nonsense. It's fucking nonsense. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I didn't when they when they, and they even Woj was like, oh, there might be, he's like, you should keep an eye on this. I'm like, no, you well, well, who, who does Woj work for? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And Shams is the devil, so we don't, <laughs> don't trust any of these. Shams hates us. Uh, I was just like more curious as to why. How how how, how come Luca doesn't have a shoe? Because he's signed. But so did. But he doesn't have a shoe. Out he does not have his own right. shoe. He has his own colorways. Yes. But he does not have the Luca right shoe. Right. Now there's Jason Tatum. But so I would in terms say, of star power, out of those three, though, I would say Zion has the more like highlight flash. Zion's flashier than Luca, and probably Tatum, too. I would say, F- flashier than than Luca. I think so because he's had that whole thing where he was like the highest recruited high oh, school he's, player. He is high, like, but that's because his motherfucker didn't grow up in North America. Yeah, didn't no, see exactly. Yeah, America. yeah, no, I agree. I totally agree with that. And obviously. Luca is clearly the better player, for and sure. he was as a kid too. Like, yeah, exactly. But right. it's like the the hype machine behind Zion. The NBA wants Zion to be a thing more than I know. I know anything like right. But do you think that's do you like now? Whatever, 2021 right now. There's more hype on Zion than there is on Luka Doncic. At this moment, like the beginning of this not. year, probably not at this moment. But that's. The NBA doesn't want that, though. They w- would rather have Zion, I think. But we're not talking about not NBA. Shoes. Jordan. Yeah. But, Are I, mean, you... but, the, but I think it's all like connected, though, right? Like if of the course. NBA is like going to make continue I... to make the hype machine But I think the NBA Zion. hypes Luka just as much as they do Zion. I really do. Like, yeah. He, I mean, I don't know. It's a hard thing to, how do you measure hype, right? So I just don't see. I don't see that Zion gets forced down our throat any more than Luca does. I don't agree with this, but I'll say just for argument's sake that okay, maybe in America Zion would sell more shoes, which I don't believe. Wouldn't you, as a shoe company, like Luca's probably bigger outside of America than Zion is? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So why wouldn't you? So, so you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. this weird, like narrow-minded, like yeah. It's, it's just it's why mean, all these guys go to Lee Ning and stuff because like, no, bro, I'm you'll never be able to buy Fred's fucking new shoes in, in Canada. You don't give a shit. But it's all intertwined, right? Like the Jordan brand doing the jerseys this year. Yeah, Zion is the NBA's boy. Like they want that all to go hand in hand, right? You know? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. That's the only. I, That's, I, I you're think right. It's like all like strategic business shit. It is way more tied in than I. Yeah, than because I, Zion, than I, re- I mean, of course, Luca's better at basketball, even though Zion's been fucking, on a fucking tear. Dude, yeah, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve his own yeah, shit. Yeah, no, no, I, I know what you mean though. I know. What I you just want to know why, why, why is this yeah. kid not? But I think he is like they really want to market him as like the next guy. Yeah, and they have been trying to since. You know, day one, like yep. since he was in high school, so he's gonna carry the torch. Yeah, you're right. It might be easier to market than, than uh, like he has a built-in brand. Luca does like Zion has a built-in, like we said, the shaved fucking Z in his head. Yeah, his like name's he, fucking Zion. Zion. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a built-in easier marketing plan. You're right. You're right. Fuck you, Nike. 
And fuck you, Luca. Doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah, whatever. Doesn't you're not, matter. On my, not on my fucking team. No one cares. No one gives a shit, buddy. Thing two. So we, you know, we we start off with the positives. Is this toxicity in the workplace? Yes. yes. This is. Twitter, as we all know, has just become just a tire fire. Raptors Twitter, in particular, this past week, the Aaron Baines fan account went full heel. The greatest, the greatest thing to ever happen. <laughs> Which was hilarious. The best, dude. But it was really, I feel like those people were out of options. They're like, I don't know. They're like, I can't, there's nothing left to do. Yeah, what else are we going to do? I have to go evil because everybody hates me. Yeah. And it's, uh, Raptors Twitter broke a parody account. Wrestling 101, baby. We broke a fucking parody account. Broke it or they were just waiting, biding their time. Because they knew (laughs) as soon as they came here, one game in, they're like, this (laughs) fan base is fucked. (laughs) This is not how it was. Yeah, that's very possible. They did not treat me like this in Phoenix, Arizona, buddy. It is crazy. And then we, we, you know, were talking about it on Twitter, and then our buddy Casey was just like, "Man, a lot of not not just Casey, a lot of people, wow, that shit broke them. Like it broke the spirits of <laughs> yes. normal. Yes, you know, by all accounts, great fucking people, Raptors fans. Like they, it broke them. They're like, what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> Yeah, it was a it was a real moment of clarity and time to look and at them. Casey had a great tweet tweeted at us about how it's like uh, your racist cousin or uncle or something. And I was like, yeah, it is like that. It's a hundred so real, dude. Absolutely like that. And it's man, it's crazy. And I know you like you and I, we avoid that stuff at all costs. Yeah. Like you know, don't want any kind unless, of uh, you got a bone to pick with people uh, when it comes to hometowns. Well, we'll get to that. We'll later. get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. And I'll, okay. I will die on that hill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. But yeah, but, we we try our best. Like just just from our actual like, like uh, if I engage in in everything people fucking said about me, I I would it would be insane. We, I would lose my mind. I would say we are probably the podcast people shit on the most by and, far. You know I mean? On like, Raptors Republic, we get the most heat oh, guaranteed easily, easily. And to that, I always just say, uh, yeah, don't listen. Like, That's fine. Yeah, I could care less. <laughs> I don't care. People don't. people listen. Don't know why, but they listen. So we're gonna keep <laughs> no. we're gonna keep doing it until the yeah until it's just my mom. We and, have fun, and we're gonna be talking about Raptors. If we're hanging out anyway, so we're like, hey, we might as well uh, record it. <clears throat> okay, I'm getting worked up, more worked up than I thought it would on this entire subject. Okay, here's the thing. I understand that every like uh, we're not for everybody. The whole whole reason we started this podcast is because every fucking podcast is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Literally the only reason we started this and we're like, what does everyone else do? Okay, we're not going to do that. Exactly. That's our mandate from day one. We're trying to be different and our own thing. We don't want to break down basketball. There's thousands of fucking podcasts that do that. Go go listen to them. And also, if you if you turn on Talking Raptors, the first thing you hear <laughs> is a drunk man <laughs> singing. If you hear that and think, yep, they're going to break the fuck out this game. I'm going to learn something. Yeah. You're out of your mind. Sorry. Yeah. There are enough podcasts that have stats and breakdown plays, and we're not going to contribute to that. Also, because I would say we don't give a shit for the most could, part. Could care less. It's like this is how we actually talk. And I honestly believe a lot of people and basketball fans talk about basketball. Like this. Exactly. Yeah. Like I don't think everyone's breaking down plays and throwing stats around if, when if you're I hanging was out with your smoking fucking weed with my homies and I took out a spreadsheet, Bridget, <laughs> and we're talking about basketball, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. And the other thing is, and we've talked about this many times, 
no one knows what the fuck's going on in terms of players or anything. Nobody. No, you're just no, reading numbers. Nobody knows. Yeah. Maybe Woj kind of knows because he talks to the uh, agents. And in terms of Toronto, I'd say Blake Murphy is the only person I would ever listen to ever about anything. Yep. Because also Blake is smart enough that he doesn't tweet all the fucking time about shit. No, he doesn't tweet lies. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's so, for sure. So again, we're not going to do that on this podcast. No. You know? And then we do. We take a lot of heat from people that on Raptors Republic. And again, we don't... And we get secondhand heat for no fucking reason, Barry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got and, thrown under the bus this week by a colleague. Yeah. And this, yeah. <laughs> so this, for the first time this past week, this one, this one, I was just like, whoa, like what is happening right now where... A fellow contributor to Raptors Republic threw us under the bus mm-hmm. because hold on, hold on. Let me let me. Can I just set it up, set it up broader and then yeah, you yeah. take over? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what bothered us this week was somebody um, at, tweeted at Raptors Republic and complained about one of the highlights they said, and they said that all this all this account does is shit on players. Okay. Let me just say something <laughs> when it comes to shitting on players and something. This, web, this okay. Let me start with Raptors Republic. I don't know how fucking long that website has been has existed, but a long fucking time. Yeah, and that was started by guys. No one makes money. (laughs) That's what I don't think you guys understand. No one is making fucking money. It's literally people that love the team so much went out of their way to start a fucking website when there wasn't one, and have been doing it for over fifteen years. Yeah, for you to tell those people that they do not. They shit on the team. They don't like the team is the craziest fucking shit. And when people come to our podcast, they're like, these guys don't care team. We've been doing this for eight fucking years for free. We both have jobs. I don't want to be a basketball media fucking person. (laughs) Agreed. I do this. We do this for the love of the fucking team. And if you don't let us criticize the team... I'm then you you're fucking wrong. You don't watch basketball then. And I would also say we often uh if we criticize, there's a reason for it. But for the most part, we try to stay pretty positive. Yeah, especially this season. Yeah. If you listen to this season, there's any, like, Pascal missing a couple game winners. Yes, but we need to talk about that. You can't <laughs> ignore that. It's sick because how much money have we spent on this team? That's what makes me so fucking angry. Like, do you know how much season tickets cost? Yeah. Do you think that we go to those games to shit on the team to hope they fucking lose? You're fucking out of your mind. Anyhow, it gets worse. I it, that was just the main part, and that wasn't the part that got me mad. Are you gonna? No, no, I don't. I'm, yeah, so I'm uh, exhausted. So somebody, <laughs> so somebody, you know, said that, and then uh, someone from Raptors Republic responded and was like, essentially, they're like, they can't be talking about me. They must be. Talking about Nick and I. That's two comedian shitheads. <laughs> Which is like, listen, man, I don't know this person. Like, I've never met this person. No. I've never... Um, interacted. Interacted. I've never listened to their podcast. I've it's never, good. I'm not even going to... It, it's a good I've podcast. Ne- I've never read any of their blog postings. Mm-hmm. Could be the greatest blogger and podcaster in the history of the Raptors. Irrelevant. Could be. Mm-hmm. But all I'll say is, if you're the kind of person who... When you are criticized, immediately throws criticism at someone else, like deflects it onto someone else. I don't respect you as a person. It's a weird you're thing. A, you're a coward. Like you're, you know what I mean? It's cowardice for sure. <laughs> like it's someone yells fire. This guy's going full Costanza 
knocking over the elderly, throwing children out of the way, mm-hmm. and running down the stairs to make sure he gets out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Twitter's a weird, <laughs> you know what weird I mean? place, like, man. And then you, are, you and I are Bozo the Clown putting the fire out with the big shoe. Or, or we, in that scenario, maybe we're the, the elderly woman and the child getting knocked down. Or we set the fire. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. I don't know. But for if you, if, and that's just in life. If you're a person that when you are criticized, your immediate response is to throw someone else under the bus. I just, as a human being, I don't, I do not respect you in the slightest. So I, my initial reaction too, when I saw that, I was just like, I was like, what, we are like colleagues and peers throwing us under the bus now? Like, yeah. what the fuck is this? But like, didn't add us, which is even It's like, what did we do? Cowardice. Like, add us next time. Yeah, it's like, what did we do? We like, have an account. You follow it. Yeah. And the guys, cl- the person's clearly never listened to our podcast. No. So it was just like, what Why? What the hell happened here? Like, mm. but it's just, that's how insane Raptors Twitter has gotten is that this person and other people are so insecure mm-hmm. and so scared that they're lashing out at other people. We got tw- it, uh, Twitter's a dude. It's a weird. Okay. I'll say this and we can not complain about fucking these shitheads anymore it's uh twitter's not real guys <laughs> oh no, like, yeah that's 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 a big that's like a good we starter. forget I'm, I'm i'm putting myself in this too like you forget that these they're not real people and uh they well more, they would never say this shit to your face remember that these oh. people won't say these things to your face but like i said twitter's not a real place so you might be a different fucking person entirely on twitter sure than you are in real life sure it's not real that's my whole point it's a good point and we got a lot of tweets about of like, uh, you know, I'm cleansing my timeline. Guys, do that. It's fucking Feels important. Great. Yeah, we've muted quite a few people over the last yeah, few man. weeks, and it's great. Cater it to your life. I promise you, it, mm-hmm. it makes you feel better. It doesn't need to be all negativity. Unfollow those people, and and make it what you know, make it your own. And if you want, like, uh, you want basketball commentary, you know what I mean? If you uh, listen to the. And you want to talk about the Raptors and you're, you know, you're frightened that someone's going to call you a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Oren and Sahal do uh, a wrap-up show after every game. It's called a wrap-up. And it's broadcast live on YouTube. If you want to chat, hop in the comments on YouTube. It's peaceful. It's really nice. Nice. Sahal does a really good job of breaking down the game. Um, and uh, he's just a pleasant, it's just a pleasant time. Nice. There's no name calling. It's great. You know what I mean? Check that one out. That's, That's all. Like, there's, you don't need to engage in cycles yeah. on, on Twitter. There's, there, there are other options out there. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. And unfollowing and muting is is a beautiful. It's thing. It's good for your health and necessary, and do it. And that's it's, how you're supposed to be using social media. Yeah. Don't just bump, let yourself get bombarded with bullshit. Because it is, stop it. Exactly. Because it is a very enjoyable thing. Like when the Twitter went down during the Orlando game. Yep. I was like, oh, I was like, where is everybody? I miss everybody. I, yeah. I was like, where's Casey? Where's it? You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I, want yeah. to, I want to talk about the game. Yeah, yeah. Because it is like that is so fun during the games. It's like going on Twitter and like you and your people you're on Twitter with are like talking about the game. Like that is I really that's next level fun for me mm-hmm. when it comes to basketball games. But yeah, just r- removing those negative people. It's like a. It's a game changer. Yeah. It's great. Because it's like you can have all those people that you love and you're like, oh, man, I hope, you know. Yeah. I hope this person sees this. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I bet you that person will like that. You can have all those people and keep all those interactions. It's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. And mute psychos. Yeah. Um, More, and this is my, this is what I wanted to say. Like, we're seeing this a lot more now, right? A lot more on Twitter, it feels like, this year. Mm. 
And I've noticed a lot more, uh, like, um, you know, profile pictures that aren't people's faces, you right. know, and their their names are always, you know, players on the rappers mashup, like, you know, Pascal and an OB. Like, yeah, those are young kids. Mm. Those are like 17, 18 year old kids. And it's like. That's Drake's fault. Like, uh, it's 100% Drake's fault, right? Sure. Or it's just like you're coming into age. So it's like you just want to love the team and love the team. and You know what I mean? But I'm like, the problem is, is no one. Check the backstory. If you're going to come at Raptors Republic, maybe take a look at how, who's come out of Raptors Republic. How long Raptors Republic has been a thing before you say you're fucking, you're trash. You're, you're trashing the team. Like, and that's that's something just as a as a as a comedian, right? Yeah. As as a comedian, I make content, right? And I put content out, and people consume that content. And you're listen, you're allowed to consume content the way you want, and most people consume it. They don't really think about what went into making it. That's a good point. Right. Yeah. So next time you like, you know, you think we're going too hard on a player and stuff, tell us that. That's fine. That's your opinion. Yeah. But for you to say we don't give a fuck about the team is the most craziest shit. I literally, we've done this for eight years. <laughs> I know. I for know. free. Yeah. Or next to free. Do you know what I mean? Because I because we love the team. We love talking about basketball. And we don't want to be journalists. I cannot make, so this started with, the, that guy thought we were media. <laughs> that's what i'm saying like if you listen to our podcast yeah. within the first 11 seconds you know we're not serious media yep there's a drunk man singing our theme song <laughs> again man you got to consider the source you know and a lot of yeah. people jump to conclusions and then make assumptions and comments and it's just not worth uh not worth the the that, your headspace man you're, yeah don't you're, let don't let them take up any headspace because that's all it's not worth it, you know. Unfollow and mute. I think Un- is unfollow and mute is your friend. Yeah, yeah, nice. And leave the fucking Aaron uh, Baines fan account alone. That literally yeah. is a bright spot on this dark year. <laughs> yeah, I still can't believe that we broke it, but we did it, guys. It's great. Yeah, That's we. What a time to take a look in the mirror. What a franchise. <laughs> Thing three. Okay, now all that said, there are times when I'll when I'll go off on Twitter. Oh yeah. And maybe it's, I mean, they're rare times, but one of them happened this week. And, and I, uh, can I just say before we get into this, this yeah. is, uh, normally it's, uh, me and Barry are both tweeting from this account and we love it uh, because no one knows who the fuck is talking. No, often people get it wrong. Oh yeah. Like, oh, that oh, happens a lot. Like Often, yeah. yeah. It's funny. Most of the times when you guys guess who it is, it's wrong. Yeah. Here's a clear way where you know who the <laughs> fuck's doing it. <laughs> Listen, okay. We all saw this fucking animation. That was actually a pretty cool idea. Okay, it was Tangier Hoops and Sportsnet put together these animations called the Canadians. Mm-hmm. And then they put one together for Shea Gilgis Alexander and, the, and him telling the story of meeting Obama. And the animation's dope. It looks great. And the story's hilarious. Everything's great. Except the animation starts right off the top. It says he's from Toronto. Mm-hmm. And like Toronto, Toronto, Toronto. He is not from Toronto. He is from Hamilton. That is a fact. Okay. If you're putting together a fucking promotion based on Canadian players, how do you not get their hometown right? Okay. That's the first thing. 
And I was like, this is insanity. How do you not know this? Like what? So I did some research. The only place that I could find on the internet that said he is from Toronto was his Wikipedia page. His, his Wikipedia page said his birthplace, like in the column on the right, yeah. it said birthplace, Toronto, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is this bullshit? Yeah. So then I click on the source and it's a FIBA page from like 2016. Mm-hmm. And it's got, and, and you go to it and his profile is like, it's so half to, half-assed. He doesn't have a fucking photo. He has nothing. And it says, uh, Shade Gilgis Alexander, birthday, no photo again, and then birthplace, Toronto, Canada. And I'm like, well, this is fucking wrong. So I'm like, all right, maybe FIBA's like, I don't know, doesn't know what they're doing. Let me look up. Let me look up and say what says uh, R.J. Barrett's from. Does it say he's from Mississauga? No, no. it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It says he's from Toronto. Mm-hmm. Let me let me look up uh, Andrew Wiggins. Does it say he's from Vaughn? No, it doesn't. It says he's from Toronto. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this FIBA page is bullshit. Well, Canada's not good enough to get an updated page, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. Fine. Agreed. But, so I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. So I threw out on Twitter. I was like, yo, Sportsnet... He's from Hamilton. Do better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a couple of people were like, nah, he's from Toronto. It says in the NBA guide. I'm like, nah, it doesn't yeah. actually. Yeah, That's yeah. not a thing. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, per, got the reference of Canada basketball's bio on Shea Gilgis Alexander. Hometown Hamilton. Okay. There it is. There's one. Yeah. Okay. You do a Google search of Shea Gilgis Alexander, Hamilton. You're going to get a dozen articles of people talking about him being from Hamilton, winning awards in Hamilton. Uh, going back even as a clipper and a, and a member of the Thunder going back to Hamilton in the summer to, to work out at the Y and, you mm-hmm. know, hang out with his boys and shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's not enough, though. Nope. So let's go to the fucking not video for Twitter, Barry. tape. Let's go to the videotape and check out what Adam Silver said when Shea Gilgis Alexander was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets. With the 11th pick in the 2018 NBA draft, the Charlotte Hornets select... Shea Gilgis Alexander from Hamilton, Canada, and the University of Kentucky. Yeah. Suck a dick, everybody. Welcome to the league. Suck a dick, everybody, okay? Unless, by some, for some reason, he went and said, hey, guys, I want to start being known as being from Toronto. Yeah. And pulled, like, a full-on Lennox Lewis when he was like, I'm from Great Britain yeah. now. And you're like, buddy, you fucking are from Kitchener. You fought for Canada in the goddamn Olympics, yeah. you psycho. Where did that accent come you from? You grew up with Russell Peters, bro. We know. <laughs> like, unless he did that and didn't tell anyone, Tangerine Hoops, Sportsnet piece is fucked. Yeah. And they got to switch it up. Okay? Yeah. And just a quick update on the Wikipedia page. It's been updated. <laughs> yeah. The birthplace has been removed. And several sources have been added showing that he is from Hamilton. And uh, the person that did that may or may not be on this podcast <laughs> right now, okay? But I can fucking promise you, Shay Gilges Alexander's Wikipedia page is Guys, up to fucking date. <laughs> Twitter uh, did only break the Aaron Baines fan account this week, boys right? and girls. Every one of you who says he's from Toronto can go fuck yourselves because he's not. And it matters. Okay? It does. You're right. It matters. All right. It does matter. He is from Hamilton. You're right. Kia Nurse is from Hamilton. Yeah. All right. Uh, and people were replying to me. And then when I threw them the knowledge, they all de- they all deleted their tweets. Well, because the you proved them here. wrong. That's all right. The fuck out of here. They, they know. All of you. All of you. Hey, he's from Hamilton, guys. He is. <laughs> he's from goddamn Hamilton. It's not even debatable. But you're right. You're. It does matter because um, 
Because you guys don't got a lot of good things, man. No. And you need it. And even like you could see the perfect example was when I, t- I put out the tweet and I was like, yo, uh, Sportsnet, he's from Hamilton. Do better. Right away, someone replies, eh, he could do better than being from Hamilton. It's like, yeah, no, I get it. Everyone makes fun Hamilton. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I get it. But good things have come out of there. But that motherfucker is from there. Yeah. And uh, he he reps it, though. Like, that's the only thing I don't like. Did they not talk to him when they're putting together? No. This fucking. And of course like, not. Do Sportsnet and Tangerine Hoops and the animation come in? They're like, let's just go to his Wikipedia page. Yes. Why would you not go? Did you see the goddamn Mary Brown's chicken ad for Chris Boucher? What do you think these people <laughs> like, are doing? They're not doing anything. Psychotic. So, yeah, I uh, I did, and I'll, I'll die on that hill. I'll, and again, the only way any of this is wrong is if he has literally been like, I am from Toronto now. And I don't know why he would ever... But it, the thing is, no, he's from Hamilton. He no, but it, it. It, you're right. It's important because, like, when I was younger, like, Scarborough was a fucking laughing stock of Canada. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it yes. wasn't only until recently, last couple of years, that, oh, it's from Scarborough, Scarborough's time. Yeah, no, we're out here. Right. Now we're fucking cool, right? Exactly. So you do, you do, you need those, uh, they're not even wins. Just tell the fucking truth, man. Like, yeah, for the love of Christ. That's all. And even like, the, like everything, anywhere you look, except for that fucking Wikipedia page with that. Busted out feeble link. It says he's from Hamilton. Yeah. Adam Silver goddamn announced him being from Hamilton on his draft night. Like, what? you know what I mean? What are we doing here? Yeah, I don't know. Just uh, maybe just a careless ad. That's what my 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 bet would be is uh, Hamilton. Close enough. Toronto. Put Toronto on. Looks better. Font looks better. It was. And you know what? The other thing is I was literally so pumped. During that game, and they're like, at halftime, we've got a piece on Shea Gilgis Alexander. I was like, here we fucking go. The CEO stomping grounds? Nope. Within two seconds of that goddamn animation, it says he's from Toronto. I was just like, no. No. I'm not. No. No, that's fine. There you're right. It would, uh, things like that used to bother me too, but now, you know, Scarborough to the world, son. We respect it out here. Yeah. But you need wins like that. I know, I know where you're mad. I get it. It's insane. I mean, I obviously don't give a shit, but uh, <laughs> I, I definitely want him just to come to the Raptors, uh, however that works. Oh, God, yeah. You know, it's a 20-minute longer drive. It's all good. I, I'm fine. Come play for us. If he pulls a Lennox Lewis, though, and is like, I'm from Toronto now, I will shed man tears. But I'm like, I can't. But there's too many of you. Guys, like, you're not the only person that's passionate about it. Like, you're, you, like as soon Anyone as you from Hamilton. It, everyone from Hamilton is like, fucking louder <laughs> for the people in the Because all we do is get shit on. Yeah. No, We're I, like I, the I equivalent that. of this podcast on Raptors Republic. Yeah. It's just <laughs> constant shit. And I broke. That broke me. You not, can... Nothing wrong with that. Hey, man. I'm glad it happened over that and some other weird shit that <laughs> yeah. possibly could have broken us. But. Check his Wikipedia page now if you want. Yeah, Barry, Barry stayed up late. <laughs> I put three. I literally put, I put, <laughs> I put Shea Gilgis out because it said in his early life, it goes, he was born on this day in Toronto, Ontario. I was like, nope, deleted <laughs> it. And I was like, he is a Hamilton, Ontario native. And I put three references That's so they amazing. can't fuck with it. The most references he got is where he's yeah. from. What do you call the hospital? Yeah, we got the records. I would love to know which hospital. If he was born in the same hospital as me, get ready. I'm Buddy. Buying that jersey. Anyway. Thing four? Four for the thing. Thing four. Speaking of passionate social media posts. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of passionate. What's boy, going on? do we got an uplifting one today. <laughs> what's going on here, though? I've uh, He seems to have slowed down a bit, no? He has. This is actually from, uh, well, you know, the gospel today is actually from April 13th. He's had a quiet week. Whoa. Yeah, quiet okay. week. Who, he's got other sons. Maybe they're working on their dream. Who knows? Do you think Eric uh, or Malachi was like, hey, man, 
you become a thing on Twitter. Could you? He, I'm sure he did. Yeah, he, <laughs> of course he's. Dude. Even maybe Raptors PR were like, "Hey man, hey, hey, yeah, yeah, stop." People are talking about you. It could. So it, you, know. you never know. Right. But he definitely knows. Yeah. Like he's just in the group. People have told him that he's become a thing. Amazing. Uh, he still hasn't. That these are. You know what? This is a weird year. Like me sending Eric Flynn a friend request and you <laughs> updating a Wikipedia page is the craziest shit <laughs> yeah. of all time, dude. Absolutely. Okay. Um. <clears throat> uh. So this comes with an image, and the image is a young blonde lady staring into a mirror, and uh, the caption says, "Me looking at myself in the mirror, and in the reflection is a full bag of trash." <laughs> okay. Set the scene. That's the meme that uh, <laughs> Pastor Eric Flynn posted. And uh, he goes, never forget you are beautiful. God says you are wonderfully and fearfully made. He then says, look at the beauty of his handiwork. I tell all my daughters, no man determines how beautiful you are. Their value of you has nothing to do with how beautiful you are. I tell them most men are little boys thinking you are their toy to play with. I share with them, real men can see the hidden beauty that is deep inside of you and has nothing to do with your looks. To all women who my father and God created, you are beautiful. And then a woman staring into a mirror with a bag of trash on the other side. Is it like a like a hefty bag of trash? Oh, it's a big bag, Barry. Like a garbage can? Or? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, someone got to him and was like, hey, man, you you can't be going off on women. You know and what? He's like, the- he's like, I got I got an idea. Then. Don't worry, I got this. Yeah, he's like, like, just please stop posting. He's like, no, 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 no. I'll clean it up. I'll make a meme. I, I have an idea. Yeah, I'll clean it up. <laughs> think five, think five. Okay, now the most important part of the podcast, the, the part we easily get the most comments on nowadays. Positive comments, too, though. Hey, man, uh, no one's one shit on the chicken part of this. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that says about it. That's, anyway, yeah, well, that's talking chicken. They got problems with other shit, but not nothing but chicken. So we went to PG Clocks. We're in the spicy category. This was your bet. This was your go-to from so the beginning. Since we started this from this the my very contender, beginning. Yeah. The jalapeno honey. Yep. Spicy. Delicious. Sweet. There it's was uh, your uh, your pickled jalapenos in there in really, abundance. Yeah, it was amazing. I gotta say, it lived up to the hype. Yep, didn't disappoint. I mean, I guess the only criticism, and it's not even really a criticism, is the presentation was a little sloppy. It was messy as a motherfucker. Yeah, it was a little sloppy. I uh, okay, I'll be honest. I was uh, disappointed. Interesting. It I didn't was, live up to your hype. It didn't live up to the because for me, it lived up to your hype, but your personal hype. It, the the. They've done better than that. They've made the sandwich better than that. Also an interesting point. This was purchased from their new Queen Street location. Mm-hmm. And you've only had it from the traditional College Street location. Yeah. Yes. I have not had the... Ne- the That's That could be on me. I should have gone to the College Street. It's okay. Hey, but man. But hey, man, they're throwing it out there. That's, if not, you're a that's fr- their if, brand. If you're a chain, should be consistency at, at every location. That's what a franchise is, right? Yeah. It was delicious, but th- that... The 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 individual sandwich that we got today does not. It's it's not better than Heartbreak? the Dutty Chicken. Okay, 
So that for is me. that Be is the, that is the real question: is is it going to move from its second place position right now? Not with that performance, no. Uh, you're right. I can't. If the, if it the presentation had been just a little, you know, cleaner, tighter, and it wasn't that hot to be honest. And I'm like, you just came from across the street. Yeah. This can't be. Yeah. It wasn't. You know. Wasn't that spicy either? No, it was more sweet. But that that's the idea. Like the jalapenos are the only heat you're gonna get, which mm -hmm. is not much, but. I guess this is what I'll say about it. I thought it was amazing. So good. I, I agree with you. It's um, we're just in the heavy hitter talk right now. So right, exactly. You almost got to be perfect right now. Yeah, you're. It's so true. It's playoff basketball, baby. So it doesn't take out Heartbreak Chef, as you're saying. I'd be curious to one day get a College Street one, just to run it back and see well, what we, happens. We are gonna do. I've talked to my girlfriend. She's down. We're doing the blind taste test. Once they're all done, she's wow. she's handling it. She said. Okay, that's like, a I don't know where to fucking get this money from in our household, but <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> if you want to buy four chicken sandwiches at one time, don't fucking ask me for nothing next week, all right? Yeah. <laughs> we spent all our rent money on this shit. <laughs> this was your doing. We're living outside in a tent <laughs> together. Trinity Bellwoods, here we come. Here we come. Um, yeah, so we. I think that's the, the that's the only way PG Clux is... Uh, Honey Jalapeno gets back in the mix is that that blind taste test because I, I was disappointed with the performance, man. This shit is good. Don't 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 listen to this and th like it's an amazing it's chicken sandwich. It's incredible. Again, it's just we're, compared we're... to the first time I had it where it changed my life on the street. It, it was not that today. OK, the blind taste test, you're right, is going to change everything. But for now, it doesn't move the power rankings. Remains at two. And I would say it kind of opens the door for a little. Uh, Chica's. Uh, yeah. Yep. Chica's got an opportunity right now. You love that toast, buddy. You know what I mean? The doors, it's open, yeah. It's its, it's, it's there winnable. for the taking now. It's winnable. Mm -hmm. We'll find out what Chica's comes with next week. But again, that all that said, it's still, the jalapeno honey is amazing. It's amazing. So it's an amazing sandwich. Recommend it. Definitely support PG Clock. If if you get the one we had today, you're doing our, you're going to have a nice week. You get the yes. one I had the first time, it's making your month. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Yeah. All right. You don't okay. give a shit what people say about you on Twitter. You had that original sandwich. Well, I think I think we'll have to do the College Street location from, or maybe we don't. You're right. It should be consistent across the board. No, though. yeah, no. But you you get a chance. You, we're not we're not restaurant hopping here for, for the same franchise. That's crazy. All right, That's they fair. fucked up. That's fair. In a delicious way, but they just. That is fair. Okay, so it remains at number two. It's the, they are unchanged this week. Chica's chicken. Door is open. Next Door week. is wide open. You're listening to Talking Raptors on Raptors Republic. Not sure about you, but I'm taking a rain check on some spring cleaning this year. Freshen up for the season with comfort instead with sheets, towel, loungewear, and more from Brooklinen. And with their birthday sale happening this weekend, Brooklinen is offering site-wide savings on all the things comfort for their biggest sale of the year. Brooklinen was founded by husband and wife duo Rich and Vicky with the goal to create beautiful, luxury home essentials at price that didn't break the bank. By working directly with manufacturers, they ensure premium, high-quality comfort every time at a fraction of the retail price. That means ridiculously soft bedding, towels, and loungewear. Brooklinen is so confident you'll have everything, they even offer a 365-day warranty. Oh, and they've got 75,000 five-star reviews and counting. 
Hard to argue with that. Get everything you need for a spring refresh during Brooklinen's biggest sale of the year. Shop the Brooklinen birthday sale going on this weekend. And if you're listening to this podcast after the sale ends, don't worry. You can still go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code RAPCAST to get $20 off any purchase of $100 or more. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Enter the promo code RAPCAST. Get $20 off any purchase of $100 or more. Brooklinen, everything that you need to live your most comfortable life. Talking Raptors on Raptors Republic. Thing seven, not yet. No, only six. Twitter questions. Let's do this. Got some question, good questions again. Thanks, everybody for hitting us. Shout out to y'all normal-ass people. Yeah. <laughs> not lunatics. Again. Oh, dude, before we get into Twitter, one of my, the things that bother me is, is, is when people use things that you don't know where it's from. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like when people shit on Raptors Republic, you're like, no, but they've been here for fucking okay, yeah. years. Like, just look, you know what I mean? Like, like, like Shea Gilgis Alexander. You just had to look to find out he's from Hamilton. Right, right. You could have just looked. Put a little effort in there. So it's like everyone keeps using that look at you emotionally. Uh, quote, tweet, like Kevin Durant once said this to someone. He's like, look at you, emotional, right? Look at you. Yes. Emotional. Have you seen you. that happen mm-hmm. before? Yep. That Kevin Durant didn't come up with that. I'm not that, surprised. This is, this is from a loaded Lux rap battle. One of the greatest things of all time. If you enjoy just theater, rap battles, anything, just go watch Loaded Lux versus Calico. And that is where that's from. Look at you, emotional. <laughs> and that's where Kevin Durant got that from. <laughs> but no one knows that. You know what I mean? Like, no, no. Interesting. Anyhow, th- that's just an example of how things get fucking crazy on Twitter. But you're like, no, For no, sure. no, bro. It's It's from like a classic fucking my favorite rap battle i've ever seen in my entire life is this it that's Whoa. where this is from yeah oh okay yeah he he brought a coffin to the goddamn stage barry wow he wore a, a, a suit and brought a coffin <laughs> wow okay. yes and just another uh layer to the enigmatic onion that is kevin durant i love that man sure uh, and also they're trying to kill him too he's on uh he's on gilly the kids podcast which kevin durant is the fucking man dude yeah he first of all he has his own podcast right with the uh, you know the etcetera's he had Draymond on it was a nice talk okay but he goes on like like Gilly the Kids podcast it's not a big fucking podcast you know what I'm saying he went on that Maybe sat down with them for an hour and twenty minutes so I should shoot him a message see if he come on he this might one. come on ours yeah man you know who I was thinking this past week actually and I feel like I can safely say this with no repercussions even from my own personal demons I. I love Joel Embiid. Yeah, me too. I love that man. He's amazing. And I would. But be, we I, we said that before. We like we like Joel Embiid. I love yeah, the airplane. Yeah, but I, like he's shit. one of my like favorite players. He's right wicked. now in the league. He mm-hmm. just everything about him is just really great. And yeah. I and now with Brooklyn kind of being like the heel team in the East, wouldn't wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to see the Sixers make it to the finals? You know, dude, in the East, that's if we're not in the and if we're not in this bad boy let's go sixers baby i'd like to see joel get something yeah and and oh yeah this is why i thought of this this week actually because he brought up on a, he was on a podcast he was on zach lowe's yeah yeah and he's like the raptors are the only team that has ever just completely yeah. suffocated me mm-hmm. on the court and i was just like man now i'm like now i've got a reason to express my love for joel and not feel guilty he's wicked man he's awesome he's a fun fucking hilarious dude anyhow sorry before we get into the, the kevin durant thing is people were killing him because of this Gilly the Kid podcast because they cut shit out. 
Oh, like really? they always do. He's uh, like, give me your five uh, best players you played with, and he didn't say Russ. And then you know, they were like, son, because they 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 don't fuck around. They like they well, yo, yo bro, feel like you're forgetting somebody. Yeah, somebody you know from California or something like that. Anyhow, I don't want to say nothing. He's like, he's, Kevin Durant literally forgot. He's like, no, he's like, shit, that's my bad. He's like, I genuinely forgot Russ. He's like, Russ goes before Clay. Nice. So he, so you know what I mean? Like it, yeah, it is yeah, weird yeah. that you forgot, but I'm giving you the benefit yeah, of the doubt. But, yeah, but yeah. you also put him in and then moved him ahead. It's not like for sure. I attacked him on that. No, no, no. He's like, no, no, no. He's better than Clay. I like that. That's good. But you didn't see that part. Do you know what I'm saying? I got you. Like, if, especially if you're not a hip hop fan, you're never going to listen to fucking million dollars worth of game, fucking Gilly the Kids podcast. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah. And, and you that- would never know the look at you emotional came from. But it's just like no one gives a fuck to care about anything, and that's the problem. Everyone's reading the headlines, not that's the article. It. No one reads the articles anymore. Throw us under the fucking bus again. <laughs> M.W. Carter. Who goes for 30-plus next? Mahomes? Ooh. I could see Flynn getting a 30-point yeah, game. Yeah, I could see him. Yuta, maybe? Again, that would be amazing. I'd like to see that. Mal- I could for sure see Malachi going off for 30, though. Yeah. Like, catch if, if his shot's on fire, right. he has the... Of the other guys, he has the best chance of yes. going for it. He or Yuta. But apparently our injury report is, uh, it's not a lot going on there. So I think guys are, I think we're fucking going to try to get into this, baby. I think ben, it's happening. How amazing would it be to watch us knock out the Brooklyn Nets? We can never die. Just remember that. That's great. Josel, should I pull the trigger on a Yuta jersey? Yeah, do it. Honest to God, yeah. I don't, Hell not yeah. even joking. I think that's a legit purchase. It's a wicked story, man. It's, yeah. it's such a, he's such a heartwarming dude. And that kid can fucking ball, man. It's going to be, a, it's for sure a timeless jersey. Yeah. You know, like 10 years from now you're wearing that. Even if he doesn't even play for some reason after next season or something, like something happens. God forbid, yeah. Be like, yo, that you to, I remember. I like but I kid. also feel the same about uh, an Aaron Baines jersey. <laughs> still... You get an Aaron Baines jersey, you'll never forget what the, this year. <laughs> you will not forget about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. I'm going to buy an Aaron Baines uh, Camel Spurs jersey. That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm in the market for. Um MTG Joe, we're really just going to fuck around, bench our, all our starters, and make the play-in. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. That's what it looks yeah, like is so. happening. That's the, that was yeah. the best, though, was like that uh, OKC game where they like sat everyone and then they, they won. Yeah, no, it's a uh, perfect Raptors thing to do. <laughs> it really is. really is the most Raptors shit of all time. So true. Tom. If Boucher is French-Canadian Durant and Yuta is Japanese Durant, do we lead the league in Durants? We do. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, we got more Durants than the Brooklyn Nets, so. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We have four in Durants all around. Love it. Bored girl gets paid. How hard do you think Malachi has tried to shut down his dad's Facebook account? He's, it's been quiet. He might have done it. I feel like he and probably Raptors PR stepped in when I came in. When you post a meme of a girl staring into a mirror and it's a garbage bag, and all, I think someone's going to be like, hey, 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 hey. No, no. Yeah. Please yeah, stop yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. Jeff Berg. Why the hell is Raptors internet media completely incapable of recognizing that Boucher is the best story of the year? If they ever say anything positive, they qualify it so much they turn it into slander. Every single effing time. Shake my head. Well, again, Jeff, you just got to unfollow and mute these people. Yeah. Uh, hey, man. See what you want to see, baby. Yeah. I believe we 
have been uh, praising Boucher all season. And if you want to, if you really bought a fucking jersey, listen, yeah, you buy your girlfriend jersey. If you really want to check the receipts, go to the preseason episode. See what we had to say. Yeah. Anyway, enjoy yourself. Mark and Van City. What's your perfect first listening experience for certified lover boy? Solo Mm -hmm. or with friends, tipsy or sober, headphones are in your car. Revisit the entire catalog first to build suspense. Looking for best practices in anticipation of Drake's forthcoming drop. That's a great question. See, these are questions that this podcast is for. This is great. Mark and Van City, shout, shout out, out to Shout out to Mark, man. Also, Mark uh, Mark offered to buy chicken for us uh, one Good week. Shout out to Mark. Lord. Unnecessary, but Good God Lord. damn it. We'll see how this all works out later on if I bankrupt uh, my family, and then uh, we might be reaching out for you. <laughs> might have to return that Boucher jersey, get the, <laughs> get some money back. Um no nah, man, uh, roll yourself a nice, nice sativa. That's what you need. Get yourself a nice sativa. Roll that up. Mm-hmm. You need a cocktail. Drake is a. You need a fucking weird cocktail, um, like a like a white wine mixed with something. You know what I mean? Okay. Get a nice, even a nice white wine sangria. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get some of that. Make sure you got some fruit in your cup, though. <laughs> it's got you got to be have fruit. Wow. Sit down and and you don't need to you don't need a primer. But you gotta listen to the album start to finish. I say on the louds first. You bump it loud, and then you go back to your vehicle, and you listen to the ones that you really like in the car. And from there, you narrow it down. Those make the headphones. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Do you do anything the first time you listen to it? Like, are you playing video games? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down, just l- sitting, listening. listening. Yeah. Yep. Wow. If for, I do that for every album I want to, uh, really? like, I give a fuck about. Yeah. Interesting. I'm actually uh, Young Thug. I'm I'm late on that. Young Thug uh, and his crew released an album, and Drake's on it. And uh, I haven't sat down and take that in yet. But 420 <laughs> might be doing that tonight. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. I uh, my I love listening, and even since I was a, like a child, like I remember we had an Atari ST520 computer, and my favorite thing to do after school is play video games and listen to tapes on the Ghetto Blaster. That was my jam. So even as a an older man, I would say I would smoke a joint and play a video game and listen. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. There's there's yeah. no wrong way. It's however you, however you take it in, but you know? but you get yourself a spliff and a beverage. Sure. That that that's required. Yeah. Isaac, who has the worst tattoos in the NBA? DeRozan's Joker tattoo has got to be up there. DeRozan, it's uh, it's just like a. It was sad. I just don't know why you would have that it on. It was you. sad. It was sad when he got that. Yeah, because it was right after he left. Yeah, it's like oh shit. And uh, you know, but Demar is like, I respect his tattoo shit, because he's been slowly adding to his sleeve. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like JJ Reddick just came back and had a full and fucking had a full sleeve. sleeve. Yeah, that was weird for sure. I mean, it looks wicked, but I was like, Bridget, you're thirty one. Who has bad tattoos now? I mean, I, in now in the league, yeah, I thought yeah. you were gonna bring up your your boy. RJ there. is the worst all time. RJ, yeah, Richard Jefferson's got the worst. Like, that's the just one of the worst tattoos I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's a blind person did that tattoo. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh my God, Tyler Hero has has a uh, he has the no fear or whatever the fuck no, he in red. Doesn't. Yeah, on his chest. No, it's really? bad. Yes. Have you seen the reports lately about him too? How they're like the Miami, uh, like the upper, like the front office is worried that he's partying too much. Yeah, partying too much and becoming too much of a celebrity. Turn up, 
Go get him. <laughs> Yo, you didn't want to trade him for James Harden. <laughs> didn't want to trade him for Kyle Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how, how does the man not get an ego? Yeah, I mean, it's it's shit, dude. It's hard to be a young, popular player anywhere, let alone fucking South Beach. God bless you. Uh, terrible tattoos, though. Okay, there you go. Let's stick with them. I, I, before we get out of this, we need to, I need someone to do research of how many basketball players have a basketball tattooed on them somewhere, mm. some form. I bet it's 80%. Yeah, I bet that. And even the craziest one is um, Gary's, where it's a full-on, like, it's a shoulder tattoo, but it's, like, it's not even just a ball. It's, like, it says Spalding. And yeah, like the it's NBA, branded. Like, it's, like, yeah. And we're going to Wilson next year, which is hilarious. That's tough. That is tough. But, I mean, it's nice. Like, it's nice. It's well done. Do you remember Darren Williams' Panther tattoo? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you... What was underneath it originally? A panther. Yeah, yeah. The shitty version, though, right? Yeah, but he just got a bigger panther the yeah, opposite yeah, yeah. way. It was the <laughs> yeah. craziest thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dude, I think Jamario Moon had a, ba- a terrible-looking basketball on his arm. Yes. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. You're right. And I remember when Marcus Camby got traded to the Knicks and he got the Chinese... Lettering? Lettering. Yeah. It was just like, whoa, what's... that? But in his defense, he was like one of the first people to do that. And then it just became a thing and everyone got it. And it's like, what is this? There are the trends. Like, the, like that's a trend. The barbed wire. McGrady had it. Oh, that man. was a trend. Yeah, there's been some bad ones. Yeah. Nan Demand. No Raptor talk here, but how funny and sad is it that the NBA and ESPN are so butthurt about the Joker leading in the MVP talk this year? It reminds me of how the Raptors get treated by the mainstream NBA media. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, insanity when you're like, what? The guy's having the best season well he's healthy you know he's, what i mean yeah he's, and he's amazing he's played every fucking game and he yeah it is that is a really Did good point, you though. listen to uh wind horse oh my god yeah yeah he's another guy that does no shit by no, the way. Uh, you get called a jackass on your own podcast that's hilarious dude. and he but even if you listen to his podcast he doesn't know half the time what he's talking about like well, he'll be like yeah when they played you know uh last night and someone's like actually it was two nights ago brian mm. uh like he like yeah, again, someone else who just doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. But yeah, that was a very entertaining podcast. Yeah, that's good shit. I love that. I love the meltdowns, man. Yeah. <laughs> Last tweet. Coming from all. Enterprise. I got nothing to add except I hope you guys and your loved ones are good. Oh, that's nice. You're a fucking sweet man, brother. Once again. Posi- right back at you, dude. Once again, some positivity on this. Most positive podcast on the internet. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Oh, yeah, I mean, it was a hard week. We uh, we share that right back at everybody that fucks with us, man. Yeah, absolutely. Hope you guys are doing good. We live in a disaster of a province right now. But it's it's there's um there are moments this past weekend that like honestly restored my faith in some of the other people in this province. Like where I was like, cause I I'm be honest, like even when Ford was elected, like I get Kathleen Wynne deserved to go, but I was like, man, are we really? This is really. Cool. Th- this is what we collectively think and then everything has happened you could see it coming mm-hmm. you could see it coming from day one but then you know that press conference friday was like dark fucking times man and then just seeing like uh, like honestly when the just one by one the police forces came out and we're just like nah we're not doing this you know i was just like oh shit okay okay i was like this is good this is good and then mm-hmm. certain politicians were just like yeah, I think we're going to figure out a way to open up the playgrounds. This is crazy or whatever. Oh, my God, yeah. You know, I was just like, I was like, okay. Like, it is, um, 
you know, darkest before the dawn, all that stuff. But it's yep. like, this is like, I feel like we needed this because this guy shouldn't have got in in the first place. You know, the man had no plan and he wouldn't answer questions from the media and he just created his own media on a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. You can't, I don't give a fuck what party you support. That can't be a person leading anyone. You know what I mean? Well, hopefully people that voted learn their lessons. Yeah. And, and so that's just it, though. Like, it feels like we've hit rock bottom and it's a nice, <laughs> it's actually refreshing. We're like, okay, okay. It went as bad as we thought it was going to go. So let's get our way out of this. Let's come together. And then you see, man, that I'm blanking though, but that those people that started up the Twitter account where they're finding vaccination. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. For, find vaccines. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? That's fuck, man. Beautiful. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, all right, we'll do it on our own then. You know? Yeah. There, no, there are. Yeah, man, dude. It that is. Ah, oh, shit. This is important to talk about. I guess. Fuck. Uh, weird way to end the podcast off on this <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, dude, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it's. I mean, it's what we're going through now. So everyone's going through it. So it's. Yeah. It's a. It's a weird thing because you grow up in Scarborough and you're like, you're all. Aren't for right or wrong. You're learned to not trust the police, and you're learned that these people do not give a fuck about you. They will not give a fuck about you until you have enough money to be somebody. That is literally what you're taught as a, you know, where I grew up and all yeah. my friends and stuff. So this is, it's a, it's fucking super disheartening to come to this point as an adult that has some money. You know what I mean? And, and, oh, you all are, that's correct. You do not give a fuck about us. And this is easy as fuck to see that you, that you care about like a tiny part of this population. Yeah. Right. It's so fucking depressing, dude. It's I, I I can't even put into words how disheartening it is when you're like, oh, there's no hope. But then, like you're saying, and this young people, man, there's there's cracks, there's cracks in this. You know what I mean? Lights seeping That's through. That's the fucking the hope or 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 those things. You're like, okay, man. It's like the whole thing needs to be dismantled and changed. And I'm not gonna do it. I'm a fucking comedian. I'll do my part talking shit. But you know what I mean? There's yeah. no consequences to me talking shit. Yeah, there'll be consequences for other people to, you know, and they're going to do it, man. This is like a breaking point. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I agree. It's like, hey, people have had enough. This is a fucking joke. You don't care about anybody. And I think we're kind of realizing now as, as a as a province, so you're like, oh, you kind of need someone that gives a fuck. eh? Like mm -hmm. that, that, you know, just has some sort of empathy. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole point is they're supposed to be looking out for people, not. Mm -hmm. companies and that's clearly not the what's happening now but anyway it is it's rock bottom so let's get our shit together and it's happening and it's great mm -hmm. it's just beautiful to see because i as uh, again to quote messiah Ujiri, I, I really believe there are more good people than bad people it's just good people we gotta get our shit together yeah. bad people are just louder running over us yeah so and that uh, that's uh applies to the microcosm of twitter there it is Full Follow circle. if you only want positivity Follow uh, fucking Casey Casey, Casey Bannerman, Bannerman And yeah. draw the north Just th That's all you need man Beautiful 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 art Genuinely happy people Or, or you know positive on online And mm -hmm. uh And uh Fuck it man Yeah We're Find who you love Follow them And fuck everybody else And uh, I promise you it's not real And stay safe And love you guys Hey, thanks for sticking around. Here we are.
Comedy Records Feature of the Week. And this week, it's comedian Dina Jackson. Scarborough's own son. And listen, I don't know what it is. And it's obviously something with me because, you know, I'm the one for the most part with Tim Golden selecting these people. But there's a lot of of Scarborough on comedy records. And I don't know what the fuck it is. It's not intentional. Scarborough to the world. There's a ton. Mm -hmm. There's you. There's Monty Scott. There's Mark DeBonis. And there's this comedian, Dina Jackson. She's as Scarborough as they come. And fucking funny as shit, man. It's very funny. Her album, Blue Lights, came out last year. Smashed. She actually, much like you, both of you have gone and performed in Alaska for the troops. Mm-hmm. Uh, both from Scarborough again. That was back-to-back years, I think. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. You can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Dina Talks. Her website is dinajackson.ca. Last time me and Dina did a show actually was uh, in a fucking uh, underneath a bowling alley. There was literally bowling above us <laughs> in a giant banquet hall, and uh, she <laughs> killed, man. It was a good time. <laughs> there you go. So check her out. Dina Jackson. This is from her album, Blue Lights. It's out everywhere. Comedy records, baby. But I do hail in from a very fancy suburb. It's called Scarborough. I don't know if you've heard of it. Couple class, amazing. The borough, amazing. And I come from a classy family, very classy, very bougie, where we would say things like gridge instead of garage, okay? Gridge, one syllable. That's what we would say. And I was helping my family clean out the family garage, and I found this list that I made of my dream guy when I was 16 years old. I thought I would share it with you if you're interested. Yes? Thank you. This list is the epitome of why the majority of men I've dated, not all, but the majority, have been bums. Legit bums. You're like, what's a bum, Dina? They're on this list, 100%. 16 years old, number one, plays pool. Plays pool, that's number one on the list? I don't even play pool. Never have. Could have been anyone with a pool cue. Was not particular at 16. Number two has done some light jail time, okay? Yeah, that's right. You know, like maybe, not no dead bodies or anything, but maybe some money laundering. It puts a glisten in the eye. I'm attracted. Number three, where's a pinky ring? I know, I know, you can grow and I know it's true. And you imagine it could have been like a sicko on the street, like a flasher, and I would have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is that opening up that trench coat? Is that a pinky ring I see? Let me know if there's room for two in that coat. I am interested. And number four, this one's my favorite, blue lights in and under car, okay? I know, I know. Clearly I was interested in someone on the run. I think that's apparent. Most definitely. Yeah. Gridge, gridge, gridge.